Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is Podcast 371. Moses is dead. God told Joshua, now it is your time. I have been preparing you all of these years in the shadow of the great man of God, Moses, and you have been prepared for such a time as this. He said the very same words and gave the same concept to Esther, the same concept to David, the same concept to the Apostle Paul. Down through time, God has used his word to change people's lives. God spoke, not just logos, not just content, but rhema, the prophetic word. God said, this is what I have assigned you to do. Now, we have a written word. God has given us the Bible. It is God's perfect treasure of truth. And when we look at it in that way, we cannot help but to be fascinated that God would look down from heaven and give us direction as to how to please him. But many of us are wandering. We're wandering around as though we are in a wilderness. We cannot discern God's spirit, what he's saying. We cannot discern God's direction and where he's leading. And many times God's people, those who claim the name of Jesus, that they are a follower of Jesus, seem to be as lost and bewildered and befuddled and confused as the rest of the world. It should not be that way. We have a divine word, and God's given us that in the Bible. And of course, the reason that we are wondering about is because we are not seeking the counsel of Almighty God. Rather, we are seeking the counsel of the ungodly. Many times we spend more time watching the news and talking heads to get our advice than being in the Word of God to get His advice and counsel. Many times we are caught up in standing in the way of sinners, those who are falling short at every level, and we then stand right with them and fall short. And David said, we have to be careful or we will be sitting in the seat of the scorner, those who are on the other side of godliness. How is it that we go on with God? Well, I want to tell you, it is not that hard. I'm talking about not that hard to discern the word and the will of God. God has laid most things out very clearly. Now, there might be nuances of knowing where to be at this time, what to say at this time, a life direction that takes fasting and praying and discernment and counsel from godly men and women that he has put into our lives as men and women. But for the most part, God has laid out very clearly what we need to be doing. And one of the reasons that we are not discerning the will of God is we are not discerning God's word. We're not even in God's word, much less devouring God's word. The key to Joshua's success, according to God himself, was that he meditate in his law day and night. Now, the word law, Torah, is not law as in all the ceremonies, all the civil laws, all of the moral laws. No, the word Torah doesn't mean law. It means instruction. 
The Torah contains the law, but everything was given to instruct us on how to please God, how to walk by faith, how to live by faith. And the law and all the ceremonies and the sacrifices point us to the fact that we are in need of a Savior, and the way a man has always been made right with God, the way a person has always been reckoned righteous, is not by keeping the law. No one can do that but by trusting God in His salvation and His Word. Now, this is very important, but that's only the beginning. That's elementary, my friend. This is the beginning. It's not the end. Being saved is only the gateway into walking with God. It's not the end all. Again, I've said to churches all over America, when I've heard testimony services, they're talking about something that happened 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 50 years ago in some cases, Well, has God not done anything in 50 years, 20 years, 10 years, 5 years, last year? What's God doing currently in your life? You see, a walk with God is daily. It's walking with God hourly. It's walking with God moment by moment. And the way we do that is to get in the Word of God. And so I have devised, by the grace of God, a plan. 365 chapters, 365 key chapters. I'm not the one that originated this idea. Some have been doing this for years, probably for decades. But the chapters that I have laid out tell a story, the story of God's redemption. And I want you to be a part of that. I want you to understand God's story. And I want you to read one chapter a day with me in 2022. One chapter. It'll take you four to eight minutes. A fast reader in most chapters, three to four minutes. A slow reader, sometimes eight to ten minutes. But that's it. Can we not give at least that to God? You say, well, I'm already doing something. I'm already on a reading plan. Then good. Praise God. But if you want to read with thousands of others, join me. And you can not only read that chapter, but if you want more than just reading a chapter and you're having difficulty with that, then you can download on my website, TonyCrisp.org, starting on... On January the 1st, you can download a commentary that is just a short devotional commentary. You can find out more about that passage. If you say, I want to know more than just a short commentary, well, then you can turn the page and you can answer questions about the text itself to teach you how to ask the right questions. You see, sometimes we get the wrong answers because we're asking the wrong questions. And so I'll teach you, if you will follow me daily, how to ask the right questions for every chapter as to what God is saying. And you say, well, I want to know more than that. I want to spend maybe 20 or 30 minutes in the Word every day. Well, then you can listen to On The Way podcast, and every day in 2022, I'm going to be dealing with a key chapter every day. Yes, seven days a week. These are going to be recorded. I know some of you are going to ask, well, what are you doing that on Saturday and Sunday? No, no, no. It's going to be a five-day format, but I'm going to do it for seven days a week. In other words, on Friday, I'll cover a couple of chapters. On Monday, I will cover not only Mondays, but Sunday before. And so in five days, I'm going to cover seven chapters because there's a chapter for every day of the year, 365 chapters. I want you to read with me through. You say, well, there are thousands of chapters in the Word of God. Why are you just picking out 365? 
simply to get you in the habit of going to the Bible and reading one chapter a day. You see, if you get up every day and you put on your shoes the same way at the same time, and you get into the right foot every day first or the left foot every day first, and you do it the same way for 21 days, three times seven, you're going to form a habit of doing something a certain way. And it's going to feel odd if you don't do it that way. Now, that's the beginning of the forming of a habit. That's three times seven, three weeks. But if you do that formula three times seven, 21, three times 63, then you're going to add three to that, 66, and in 66 times of doing something, 66 days of doing something, the same thing, the same way, if possible, at the same time, if possible, at the same place, you will, if you're like 95% of people around the world, you will form a habit that you will have to volitionally choose to break. And it's going to be very difficult for you to do it without having a sense of loss, a sense of guilt, a sense of something that is missing in your life. What I want to do is to help you to form a habit of reading the Word of God. Why? Because if you get in the Word of God every day, the Word of God will eventually get in you. And when the Word of God gets in you, that's when your life is going to be radically changed. And I'm talking about radical in the Latin sense. Rad, the root, the very essence of who you are will change. Not change for bad, but change for good. Not change for ungodliness, but for godliness. Because you see, when we get into the Bible, that is God speaking to us. Now, prayer is important, but this is how we learn to pray. We learn to pray by seeing what God says to us and then praying that back to him and saying, God, this is what you said. This is what you desire. This is what you want. Oh, God, help me to be that. Give me the grace to do that. Let me walk in obedience. God, bring this to my mind when I begin to go astray. Don't you think God will answer that kind of prayer? And then you will begin to branch out. Then that's when you will learn how to pray for other people, to intercede for other people. You'll learn how to walk with God because, you see, that's how we learn to walk with God is walking in obedience to what we already know to obey. So many people say, I wish I knew this. I wish I knew that. I understand that. But for the Lord's sake, let's begin to obey what we already know. You see, I don't have that much problem with what I don't know because I don't know what I don't know. But I can tell you this much, what gives me issues is what I do know that I'm not doing or what I should be doing that I'm not doing or what I do that I know I shouldn't do, what I think that I know I shouldn't think, what I know I should be thinking that I'm not thinking, what I say that I shouldn't say, what I should be saying that I'm not saying. You see, we need direction. And the only place we can get infallible instruction and direction is the Bible. Infallible means will not lead you astray. God will never lead you astray. The enemy will lead you astray. Friends will lead you astray. Even mom and dad, not intentionally, but mom and dad will lead you astray because they might not know the truth. They may not know any better. But I'll tell you, God will never lead you astray. A deacon might lead you astray. A pastor might lead you astray. A Bible teacher might lead you astray. God is infallible. His word's infallible. He will never lead you astray. 
And so this is very, very important that we get in the Word of God. Now, tomorrow, I'm going to give you the mechanics of how to log on to our website. You'll be able to do this starting on New Year's Eve. You will begin at that point. A new page will be up. You can go on there and register if you've not registered already. If you want to receive an email and you're wanting to get into reading with us and have accountability every day, and you're wanting to read through this chapter a day and download the markers for doing that, the monthly reading for January, February, March, April, May, so forth, then we're going to need your name. We're going to need your email. If you are wanting this in written form and you want a book sent to you every month, then you're going to have to put your name, your email, your phone number, your address, your physical mailing address where we can ship this to you. For every month that you give anything, any any amount, any gift, $5, $10, whatever you want to give, whatever you want to invest in this ministry, we will send to you whatever you give. It'll be almost 70 pages every month. And it's going to be something that you can keep with you. It's the size of most Bibles. It's not an eight and a half by 11 sheet. It's half that so that you can carry it along with you. You can put it in your office. You can keep it by your bedside. You can keep it on the coffee table, on the end table, where you do your devotion, whatever the case is. But you will have that to where you can mark it up, and there will be one for every month. That's right. 365 pages of devotional. And what it is, it is the commentary on that particular chapter, just a short commentary, not dealing with issues and problems and this, that, and other. We do that in the podcast every day. It's important that you listen to the podcast if you're wanting more than just a cursory reading just a preliminary reading, but I'll give you enough that will feed you in the commentary. But if you're wanting more, that is 15, 20 minutes, then you get on the podcast and starting on January 1, I'll be dealing with Genesis 1. On the second day, I'll deal with Genesis 3. You say, well, you skipped over chapter 2. Well, the reason is we've got to get to, we've already dealt with the creation and we've got to get to the creation of man and the fall of man. And we're going to do that in chapter 3. And this is the way we're going through. It's going to be key chapters in the Bible. Not every chapter, only 365. There are thousands. But we're going to do 365, and you can download that for every day. Or if you're wanting to go more, there's going to be another sheet. So every day, if you get a book, you're going to have the scripture that you read. It's not going to be printed. You're going to read that out of your Bible because we want you to learn to use your Bible and mark your Bible. Then you're going to have a page of devotion on that chapter, and then you're going to have prayer and action steps at the bottom. That is, so what? What does it mean to me? How should I pray after this? How should I act after this? Do you have anything there for me? Yes, we do. And then if you want to go deeper across the page on every chapter, there are a series of questions that will help you to get to the heart of the chapter. To find out whether it's historical narrative, whether it's allegory, whether it's analogy, is God giving a command? Is this a clear passage of scripture? And on and on and on. This is what we're going to do. And so 
every month you're going to have that at the end of the year, if you get all 12 books, then you're going to have approximately 800 pages of commentary, of devotional thoughts, of action steps, of prayer lines, and you're going to have as much as you desire what you have dug out yourself in the chapter. Plus, you'll have 365, 365 podcasts that are according to the chapters that you can go back and listen to until Jesus comes, God willing. Boy, it's going to be a great year. I hope you'll walk with me. Share this with somebody else. You can do that. Share it with somebody. And so you got to listen to this. Get on board with it. Get your whole family on board. Teenagers can do this. Somebody that uh, can read they can read through a chapter a day. What a way to train your children, your grandchildren. Get them on board. Read through the Bible. You don't have to look at my commentary. You don't have to listen to the podcast. You don't have to do any of that. But, oh, you must read the Word of God because the Word of God is alive. It's powerful. It's authoritative. It's sharper than any priest's fillet knife. And it will discern the thoughts and intents of our hearts and get us where God can have fellowship with us and we can have fellowship with Him and walk with Him as we journey and walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.